Hey y'all, we got another promo for you this week. It's from the October Pod podcast. It is a retro horror podcast for bold individualists, uh, true and truish tales with ambient visuals, and it's hosted by Edward October. Uh, it's a great podcast. Definitely check it out. Uh, here's the promo, and don't forget to listen to us too. Now, from Edward October comes a completely new kind of retro horror experience. A journey into the bizarre and horrifying world where nightmare and nostalgia coexist. Octoberpod. It saturates your streaming device with terror. Is one of these co-eds the disciple of an elder demon? Or are they just playing occult games? Not so innocent occult games. Eager to test the limits of experience. An elder demon is stalking. October Pod, a retro horror show for bold individualists. Available now on YouTube, Vimeo, Podbean, Podchaser, and at OctoberPodVHS.com. The Happily Ever Haunted podcast may contain graphic content that may include sexual violence, suicide, or murder. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome back to Happily Ever Haunted Podcast. This is Bailey. And I'm Milton. And this is the podcast where we tell you stories of the strange and unusual. Ooh. And it is September, y'all. It's spooky season. S-Z-N. Just so you know, if I wasn't at school all day, the house would have been decorated. (sighs) Yeah, that's true. That's true. (laughs) I cannot wait. I have school all day tomorrow. Um, so September 3rd or September 4th, this house is getting fucking decorated and it's going to be the best thing you've ever seen. And your wife's going to be the happiest she's ever been since the pandemic started seven months ago. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not counting. It's fine. Yeah. I think everyone's not counting, but, <laughs> uh, I mean, like, I mean, I don't, I've never really like celebrated like not i'm not saying not celebrated but i've never been like ultra excited to like decorate and stuff um, Yeah, because you don't have a heart oh my god i have a heart just like we never did that <laughs> growing up so you know we would just trick-or-treat when october uh, when halloween came around and then that was basically it you know i really didn't even trick-or-treat that long like i stopped trick-or-treating pretty early because of my parents divorced and then we moved to dallas and then all of that so i'll start i stopped yeah. trick-or-treating around like eight ish um which i think is pretty early um oh totally yeah <laughs> my favorite part is like the pumpkins like going to the pumpkin patch and the fall festivals yeah i do know that. <laughs> but you do now 
I do that now for sure. And it's your favorite part, yeah? Yeah. Sure, <laughs> yeah. yeah sure. I mean, it's okay. Like, I'm not mad at it. Like, like I like it. It's just it's not just not something I was in. I'm not into per se. Like, I'm into it. Like, just not entirely where it's like oh fuck let's go i want to fuck am. with these pumpkins like yeah i want to do <laughs> you don't want to fuck with the pumpkins i understand that uh, 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 but if that's your kink it's okay I did not mean it like that <laughs> okay. no shame um don't yuck my yum so here's the thing is that last year on halloween we stayed home and made a gingerbread halloween house and watched i think chucky and uh, because i was sick we watched a few things we watched like tales from the crypt and like we because that was i think that was the year we bought like those dvds and shit last year no we bought those like three years ago but anyways um and i was sick and no i just feel like i took it for granted because this year we can't do anything (laughs) i mean it wasn't like we were gonna do anything anyway i mean I mean, we were going to pl- go to New Orleans. Yeah. But that was like, that was it. <laughs> okay, but we can't even do that now. I know, but. So, yeah, we took it for granted. <laughs> um, But, yeah, so I'm, I'm super excited because, like, we can still do everything we want to do, kind of, sort of, but, like, not. Like, you can still have spooky season by yourself or with your significant other yeah. or whomever it's just <sighs> or with other people in the safe environment I just get like... blackout drunk <laughs> you in can do new that orleans. by yourself in new it orleans. does not have to be spooky season for that <laughs> oh god <laughs> we can do that together it doesn't have to be spooky season for that <laughs> <laughs> but i'm super excited yeah, I'm about to start playing like Halloween music and scary oh, movies on a loop. Oh my fucking god! We're gonna be like just driving down the highway. It's like, nice scary on my no, street. <laughs> That's my favorite. Song. <laughs> that shit does go hard. I'm not gonna lie. Will Smith kid that shit. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> no, what's my favorite? The Monster Mash is my favorite. Uh, yeah. spooky song. The Monster Mash. It was a graveyard smash. It's going to be all the, the <laughs> Halloween Spotify playlist on heavy rotation. Oh, yeah. yeah. And now that I'm finally going back to school face to face, I have an hour and a half drive one way. <laughs> and so I can just like jam out to the spooky songs. Oh, my God. <laughs> See, yeah, it's crazy because it would go from basically Halloween songs on heavy rotation, then like small break, then like immediately after Thanksgiving, it's Christmas songs. Okay, on heavy but rotation. <laughs> can you please tell me a Thanksgiving song? Three Thanksgiving songs. <laughs> okay, I do play that shit a lot though. We made. I play that shit way more than I should at Thanksgiving time. I mean, it just it hits it different. Slaps. It hits different. I'm really concerned about what we're gonna do for the holidays this year. We'll make it work. Yeah. Oi. You got too Oy. much holiday spirit for it for COVID to. <laughs> Not my holiday spirit says fuck covid basically like bailey is like halloween goddess no holiday goddess not even halloween just no i do when, love me a good holiday once like fall hits oh it's like, on bailey is on like god mode just 
<laughs> decorations and putting, putting plans together. together and like everything's like together and putting together menus and place settings and all this shit. I was like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. So if you're listening to this, you may or may not know we live in like a two bedroom apartment, <laughs> but we don't have a place for a dining room table, which I really hate. We went, we went to living spaces the other day and I, saw, I found all these dining room tables and I was just like, I want a dining room. <laughs> Because I feel like I would be that one motherfucker that uses it. Like, I know so many people without a dining like, that has a dining room and no table. Mm-hmm. Or, like, they're just, like, uh, or it's their office. Right. But, like, we do holidays at our thousand square foot, which is big, um, apartment. But it is filled. I fill it to the broom. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also, like, five, eight, ten. There's at least 15 or 20 of us here. Um for the holidays and then christmas we have a huge ass tree so yeah it gets cramped pretty quick and now we have a huge ass dog oh yeah <laughs> but like That's gonna I, be real I have fun. like these folding tables that like fold in half like those big rectangular ones and like i put together a fucking place setting i'll put it on the ground yeah just be on the lookout <laughs> yeah if i can find it, if i drop it on the ground because there's like candles there's sequined pumpkins it's great and then like there's real dishes we use real dishes it re- my mom really hates it that we use real dishes she's like we can just throw them away i was like or we could just put them with the dishwasher ma yeah. <laughs> and uh yeah we put all the food on the tables it's great it's wonderful so the point of this story, I love uh, the holidays. Well, Bailey loves the holidays, and basically, like instead of it being spooky season, it's basically Bailey season. <laughs> basically, I mean, honestly, that starts at July first. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> no, it does not. But no, it, it does, does not. <laughs> Boy, it starts August second. Why? That's after everything. I know. You're a hoe. <laughs> anyway, back to this paranormal podcast we're supposed to be doing. Wait, um, what are we doing? <laughs> so, are you interested in what I'm going to be covering today, Bailey? I don't know. What are you I covering, good, Milton? I have a good topic. I don't know if I'm interested. Do yet. you want to take a guess at what I am I know covering? it's a cryptid. Yes, but do you want to guess? The gray man. No. Chupacabra. No, that's Bigfoot. No, the Chupacabra is not Bigfoot. It's not. No, it's not. It's not. Come at me. All right. We'll discuss that. The Yeti and Bigfoot can be the same. But not the cooler. Okay. Um, But the Chupacabra is like a little coyote demon thing. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well... Since you've Mothman. been complete, okay. Well, now you, <laughs> since you've been gu- wrong this whole time until like the very last second, I was still guessing. Sentence. Yes, I'm covering the Mothman. Fuck yeah! Super excited. No, 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 <laughs> Wait, no, I'm laughing too. Hold on. So, shh, 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 shh. <laughs> You're literally the only person laughing. <laughs> okay. No, 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 no,
you know, we you still you still messed it up a little bit, but we're we're gonna we're gonna give you a gold star for that. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> All right, so the Mothman is one of the most well-known cryptids in the world. It has been discussed and publicized in books, films, and television. But the legend began long ago, and it is still ongoing to this day. The first recorded Mothman sighting took place on November 12, 1966, near Clinton, uh, West Virginia. A gravedigger working in a cemetery spotted something strange. He glanced up from his work when something huge soared over his head. A massive figure that was moving rapidly across the cemetery from tree to tree. He would later describe the figure as a brown human being. From there, the legend of the Mothman began to spread. Mothman! The largest number of sightings happened near the Old West Virginia Ordnance Works, an area now known by the locals as the, quote, TNT area. The TNT area is located north of Point Pleasant, West Virginia, and that the area also dates back to World War II. So it was a uh, ammunition depot, basically. Same. <laughs> you carry them bombs? Uh, yeah, buddy. <laughs> just three days after the grave digger's initial report, Two couples noticed a gray-winged creature about six or seven feet tall standing in front of the car they were all seated in. The couples were near the TNT area in a black 1957 Chevy Bel Air. The witnesses stated that the beast had bright red eyes about six inches apart, a wingspan of ten feet, and that it seemed to want it to it seemed to want to avoid the bright headlights of the car. The creature was able to fly at incredible speeds, but they also said it was a clumsy runner. The Mothman chased the couples into Point Pleasant down Highway 62 until the highlights of the highlights, the headlights of the car startled it. Two hours after the incident, I had a song in my head, but I can't remember. It's that car song. It's a car song? I don't know. I'll just sing. The highway don't care. I have no idea what that song is. (laughs) Hold on. Hold on. All right. I'm going to keep going, though, while you do that. Uh, So two hours after the incident, city police. It's about Tim McGraw. Okay. (laughs) Cool. So it's something I would never listen to because I'm not a country guy. And then Life is a Highway is the song that I was trying to think of. Okay. Life is a Highway. I I thought. See, I figured that's where you were going to go with that. All the long. I'm fucking hilarious, bro. You're so funny. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, so two hours after the incident, city police began investigating the area only to return empty handed. The next day, a press conference was held and the local press began printing on the story, causing others to come forward with previous and future sightings. So after the first initial sighting of the Mothman, more people oh, came forward with the with alleged sightings. So I've found that first story interesting because uh it was two couples in this car in this uh relatively abandoned area because there was a lot of pollution there. And so it makes me wonder what they were doing. <laughs> they were getting on. 
So yeah, okay. I'm okay. It validates my thinking because that's what I was thinking too. That they were just like they were humping. Make I don't know about humping, but at no, least they were humping. Out. <laughs> you can make out at home. Well, you know, it's not as romantic. You can in hump at home. <laughs> you can hump at home too. It's true. More comfortable, more spaces. You can also not get a ticket and have to do like become a sexual predator. Well, that's if you're humping by a school, though, right? No, it's anywhere in public. Ah, shit. Yeah. Damn. So, um, the Gettysburg Times reported eight additional sightings in the short span of three days following the first claims. This creature would be seen throughout the next 13 months in Point Pleasant, and it was estimated that there were over 100 sightings within this time. Obviously, these reports did not come with any evidence to prove the sightings, but it does not mean it did not happen. To make matters more interesting, Mothman witnesses were also harassed by the men in black who wanted them not to speak about the creature uh, in like typical men in black fashion. So the sightings culminated to the fateful day of December 15th, 1967. The Silver Bridge connecting Point Pleasant, West Virginia to Gallipolis, Ohio, was packed with cars from end to end. The bridge was built in 1928 and was designed to withstand the load from lighter cars. For reference, around that time, the Model T was 1,500 pounds. The average weight of a car in 1967 was 4,000 pounds. The bridge was poorly designed and did not have any fail-safes if any, of the bri- if any part of the bridge faltered. So basically, the bridge was not designed to handle a fuck ton of weight and it didn't have any measures that if something was to fail, it would not fall apart because the engineers are super fucking lazy and did not future proof their shit. Did you say future proof? Yeah. Future proof. <laughs> How did, what if they didn't know that they needed to future proof it? No, you, you have to, especially like a bridge. Okay. So I'm a software engineer. And basically, you know, whenever we're coding something, you know, we make sure that like if something changes, it's not going to be like a whole overhaul in order to to accommodate the change. And so for a bridge, you would assume that it would be able to stand withstand a ton of weight and be able to, you know, stay a bridge for a long fucking time. And then get maintenance as obviously regularly scheduled maintenance as it goes along. Not just like, all right, this bridge is done. I'm moving on to the next thing and not going to worry about it ever again. Do you future proof your life? No, I mean, you can only future proof so much. But Yes, I have a 401k. <laughs> the point is you have to prepare for like things to change. And the engineers didn't do that. And that's kind of a disservice well nothing's gonna change because obviously shit goes bad or else i wouldn't be talking about it Um, it goes awry (laughs) so if you add heavier cars plus shitty design you get a disaster so the bridge began to fall apart uh, began to fail and fall apart sending people cars and debris plunging into a freezing cold river 
the collapse killed 46 people and oh injured God. nine. Oh, bless me. Many people have connected the Mothman to the Silver Bridge collapse since it happened in an area at which the Mothman was highly active in. This began the theory that the Mothman serves as a warning of impending danger, uh, of impending disaster. Okay, so anytime anything goes wrong in the kitchen, I'm gonna blame you. What? I said anytime anything in the kitchen goes awry, I'm gonna blame you. Why? Because you frequent the kitchen a lot. Um, are you saying I'm the Mothman? <laughs> Possibly. I don't have wings, baby. I'm probably <laughs> Mothman Milton. Yes, I don't. Yeah, but that has a good ring. I've never seen the Mothman and you in the same room at the same time. <laughs> no one's seen the Mothman. <laughs> I have. You've seen the Mothman? Man, don't question me. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure it's you. Nah. We can have little moth children. <gasps> Let's do it. Moth. Ugh, that sounds weird. Moths are cute. I do have a I do have a question about that, but I want to get through this story because I want to talk about that further. <laughs> okay, we'll you got to remind me. We'll I swear, back around. You got to. Okay. <laughs> Mothman Milton. <laughs> the, the Mothman would then soon begin to provide evidence to make this theory more credible. So the first place the Mothman may have visited is a mine in Freiburg. Germany. Oh, I totally thought you were going to say Freebird. <laughs> Freebird. Free um, <laughs> on September 10th, 1978, a group of 21 miners arrived in the morning to find a dark figure with wings on its back in the entrance to the mine. When they approached it, it unfurled its wings and let out a tremendous scream. Opting to stay outside the mine, smart. And work on other tasks, also smart. The workers were soon disturbed by a large explosion in the mine itself. Same. The entity's presence had prevented them from entering the mine and thus saved their lives. Oh, wow. This entity, believed to be the Mothman, became known as the Friedberg Shrieker. You mean Mothman Milton, otherwise known as the Friedberg Shrieker. (laughs) It's going to stick. Yeah, All your Christmas presents this year not, to Mothman Milton from no, Santa. No. From Santa. <laughs> don't act like you don't still believe. I, I don't. Uh, well, I do, and that's why I have the holiday spirit, and you don't. Okay. <laughs> it's a balance. Do you believe? Let us know. Another notable sighting was in Chernobyl, oh, Ukraine. Jesus. Ukraine. The, so, fun fact. Yes. I just found out that Chernobyl wasn't in Russia. I felt like I thought it was in Russia as well. Hold on. I'm just going to double check that. I, I just said it's in Ukraine. Oh, no. I'm just going to fact check you. Where's Chernobyl? The adjective noble is usually... <gasps> Hold on. Ah, rip. <laughs> Where is Chernobyl? April 1986 Chernobyl nuclear accident happened in Ivankiv Ryan in Ukraine. Ukraine. Ivankiv Ryan in Ukraine yes. in 1986. Yes. Oh, I think my sister was born that year, one of them. Um, also, I thought it was in Russia. It is in Russia. Yeah. I'm not I mean, good close at geography. Enough. Fuck, it's Ukraine. Like, Let's go to Moldova. <laughs> I'm down. That's a 90 day fiance reference. 
So back to the story. The nuclear power plant located in Chernobyl suffered a major nuclear accident at one of its reactors. The accident occurred on April 26, 1986, mm-hmm. and is considered. And Ivankiv Ryan. <laughs> and it is considered the worst nuclear disaster in history. The result of the disaster was widespread radiation poisoning and contamination. Have you seen the poor little pets that come out of. Not pets, but animals that come out of there? No. Oh. They're so, like, fucked up. They're all, like, deformed? Yeah, and, like, some of them got, like, one leg and no legs and all, like, I don't know. Damn. Because of the radiation. It's so sad. Yeah, it is. I would take one home. I mean, after we, like, wash it. (laughs) Washing doesn't get radiation. No, there's, like, a radiation wash. (laughs) Oh, okay. Yeah, that's not, not like, a fucking bath. (laughs) (laughs) No, we're going to put it in the bathtub and clean it. No, there's an actual, there's like a radiation. Um, Oh, fuck. What am I thinking of? Uh, So, yeah, we can just give them a radiation bath and just be like, code 2319. No. Is that from Monsters, Inc.? Yes. Hey, I got one. (laughs) I got one. (laughs) Finally. (laughs) But yeah, is that that what we're going to, oh, I just hit my mic. Is that what we're going to do? No. Yeah, we got enough, uh animals chunky boys yes so days before this incident there were sightings of a large dark winged figure flying nearby the power plant also known as mothman milton (laughs) the mothman (laughs) has also been spotted in new york city before 9-11 you love new york city and in i've never been and in minneapolis minnesota at the i-35w bridge collapse More recently, the Mothman has believed to be spotted in Chicago, Illinois. Was it Chicago, was it spotted in Washington D.C. in November of 2016? Because it should have been. <laughs> I digress. I didn't though. see didn't see anything <laughs> about that in my research, but that would be hilarious. You if can that, just tell me if you happened. were there after the show. I. <laughs> For the record, I was not there. <laughs> I'm not the Mothman. I'm not the Mothman, I <laughs> promise you. So, starting in 2011 and peaking in 2017, sightings of a Mothman-like creature began surfacing all over the area. Eyewitness reports began to come in and share similar tales like this one from August 21st, 2017, before the solar eclipse. Quote, We were watching and observing as the moon began its transit when we heard a very loud scream that the sounded like squeaky truck brakes that squeal when you're pressing hard on them. At first, we thought that's what it was, maybe a CTA bus or big truck with brakes that needed changing or maintenance. We heard it again. This time it lasted about three seconds, whereas the previous sound was brief. I looked up to see a large object flying low over the docks that stick out in, into Burnham Harbor from across the water. This object looked like a large black bat, but also had humanoid features, such as pronounced arms and legs, end quote. This happens, the, uh, the Mothman sightings, happened to coincide with the historic spike in killings in Chicago. In 2016, the city saw 760 killings, which was the most in over 20 years, 
and thought and though the next year did see a drop, the killings were still at an extraordinary rate. A recent sighting came in November 2019 when a truck driver claimed to have seen the mysterious creature while on the job, picking up a shipment at O'Hare International Airport. The witness said he was having a cigarette as the truck was being loaded when he spotted something like a large bird standing by the park parking lot fence. He said in a statement, quote, it looked like a person with wings that were stretched out and flapping, end quote. Many people believe that since the Mothman has sightings worldwide, that is not the only cryptid matching that description. So, did you know, Bailey? Did I know? For example, the Owlman is supposed to be the English counterpart to the Mothman. Wait, there's an Owlman? There's a Owlman. An Owlman. Yes. And a Mothman. And a Mothman. <laughs> and has made many appearances in the UK. So, oh, is there a rooster man? See, okay, so you're getting to Pigeon my point man? that I found it super interesting that, that there's a, a moth man <laughs> and an owl man, and it's like kind of like Pokemon almost. <laughs> oh, Pidgeotto! Because, like, like, what if there's like, uh, like you said, a peacock man, a rooster man, or like a duck man? Like, what if there was like all these different like men of impending danger? Okay, but I have a question why are they all men? Or, yeah, or, uh, okay, so that that segues me into my other topic, that what if it's just a collection of moth men, women, children, moth oh, like children. like Bigfoot. Yeah, because it, it was just interesting, because they made it, like, some of the research I found, it made it sound like there was, like, this fucking, like, Justice League of cryptids. <laughs> okay, basically. I have a question. <laughs> Where did my... Oh, oh, okay. I didn't have a question. I had a statement. It's fucking over for me if I found out that there's an emu man. (laughs) Or an ostrich man. It's fucking over. I'm dying. Okay, story time. So... 2020 is over. So Bailey has a fear of... I don't have a fear. It's fear. Just let's call it... Let's call a spade a spade. It's fear. But it's... It's based in reality. Like I know. I didn't say it was irrational. I did not say it was irrational. I just said you have a fear. Okay. A fear of large birds. Ostriches and emus. (laughs) Large birds that cannot... (laughs) That can fly, but not too far. Also poke your eyes out. And also poke your eyes out. But yeah. It's because I've been attacked eight different times. (laughs) Eight. (laughs) Who else do you know who's been attacked by an ostrich eight different times? Not I. (laughs) See? It's fine. It's fine. This is why I go to therapy. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. Large birds. Bailey's kryptonite. If you need to know. (laughs) Thanks for putting that out there. So, along with appearing before disasters and crises, the Mothman is believed to be attached to UFO sightings as well. The Mothman has become a... No, 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 Aliens! The Mothman has become a beloved cryptid, especially in Point Pleasant, West Virginia. The city has the only Mothman museum worldwide and has an extremely famous Mothman statue with buns of steel. Also, yes, because it is made of steel. (laughs) But also, we'll put pictures on the the net, on the worldwide net. Um, Also, I can't imagine how hot that statue gets when it's like burning hot outside yes because we have some statues made 
that look like dinosaurs that made of steel, and they're fucking like, if you touch them, they'll burn your hand. Hot. The city also hosts a yearly Mothman festival. Unfortunately, this year the festival did not happen because of COVID nineteen. Nonetheless, the Mothman Museum encourages visitors to ask questions and search out the Mothman. And that is my story. The Mothman. Okay, so back what we're looping back around to, which like I was assuming is what you mean by like, is there just a little like Is there moth <sighs> is there a moth family? Right. Can we make one? No. <laughs> Since you're Mothman Milton. I'm not Mothman, man. Come on. I'm not Come a on, moth. Man. man. <laughs> well, you do like lights. I do. Uh, see? I, <laughs> see? I do like. No, you like lights. Yo, I you're, love no. a fucking good pendant light. What if I'm married to the Mothman? <laughs> the Mothwoman. Mothwoman. Well, man. Moth person. It's B. I'm not going to assume your gender. I mean, um, I think it's safe to assume that I go by she, her. Thank you. Um, for, thank you for sharing your pronouns. Thank you. Yeah, I am not the Mothman. But, but I you think like you lighting. You love a- ambient lighting. Because a good amb- <laughs> ambiance creates the feeling in the room, bro. You're like a moth to a flame. <laughs> See what I did there? Okay. On that note. My references this week are cryptids. You didn't even need any because you are the Mothman. I, I need. I'm not the Mothman. <laughs> uh, my references are cryptids.fandom.com, atlasobscura.com, all that is interesting.com. I am all that's interesting. <laughs> cryptids.fandom.com, wbez.org, uh, depaliaonline.com. The Mothman.fandom.com and Chicago Tribune.com. The Mothman is Milton. I I am not the Mothman. Okay, so we meant to do this last week. And I should have done it at the beginning of the show, but just just think of this as your little pre what is it? Your little intermission. Okay? So Milton's wanting to dye his hair. And he's never dyed his little virgin hair before. And I say he should go blue. What color do you think Milton should have on his hair? I'm taking any and all suggestions. He looked at me. He said, I want to dye my hair. Because he's working from home like forever now. And I was like, okay, what color? He's like, well, I don't know. And I was like, let's just ask, ask the listeners. Yes. I think blue. It is completely in your hands. Because I... I'm just, I don't have, I don't know, I'm I'm bad at making decisions. I did, I did throw out leopard print and he said no. No, that's terrible. You're terrible. I would do leopard print. I would shave my hair and do leopard print. Really? Yeah. Would you? Yes. I don't believe you. Yes, I would. Remember that one time I had a mohawk? I understand, but that was different. No, I would do it. I just watched a video of it the other day. Interessant. I thought about shaving my hair a lot. We should just dye our hair together. <gasps> yes, but I have to be professional. Because society says colored hair is not professional. Actually, a lot of um, play therapists mm-hmm. um, <laughs> that I know have colored hair. Really? Yeah. Interessante. Yeah. Okay, so do you want to hear about what I'm covering tonight? Ooh, that's spooky, not sexy. 
Sure. Okay. I am talking about the most haunted hotel in America, also known as the 1886 Crescent Hotel and Spa. And spa. Ooh, not not the Dallas one, right? No, no. I wish it was. That would have been so cool. Cause he proposed to me at the Crescent Hotel, and it would have been really cool if we could have gone looking for ghosts. But he also got me very drunk that night, so I would say yes when he proposed. Like two bottles of wine. <laughs> We two balls of wine that we shared. Yeah, but I had the majority of it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I can help it. You you know how you you pour a <laughs> bottle of wine for it and it's a glass. Look, don't don't like, come at me like that. Takes the like you take the glass, you fill it to the brim almost. I get what I pay for. Is I mean, what you I mean. ain't judging you. You do what you want, but so the eighteen eighty six Crescent Hotel and Spa. It has been featured on Ghost Hunters and my personal favorite, Ghost Adventures, with Zach Bagans. Yeah, he hasn't made an appearance on here for a while. I realized that like everything I had covered was on Ghost Adventures, so I was like, all right, I got to cool out. <laughs> That's literally the only homework you do is what just watch Ghost Adventures. <laughs> You're more of like a shame a day and Rob Bagara guy. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, you love them. <laughs> because of me, you're welcome. I appreciate you. So, the hotel is a Victorian-style hotel in Eureka Springs, Arkansas. Eureka! Springs. <laughs> Arkansas. <laughs> Which is literally only like a four-hour drive from us. So, we could totally go stay in this hotel. Okay. Are it, you down? Is it? Is it open? That's a good question. <laughs> I mean, That's can't we say it? Is it open? You know what? I haven't thought about that because we don't go anywhere anymore. <laughs> um, the hotel was built in 1886 as a getaway for the rich and famous. However, it fell into disrepair soon after opening. By 1908, it reopened again, but this time as a college for women's. Okay. The college then closed in 1924. Okay. Very DeVry. <laughs> Very DeVry of it. <laughs> You know, when with the COVID was going on, I thought I was going to DeVry. So, nothing wrong with that, by the way. I mean, DeVry's closed, not... so there is something wrong with that. But... Oh, I, I didn't know that. <laughs> DeVry's gone. Oh. Well, I hope you're not going to DeVry. Maybe University of Phoenix. There's nothing wrong with the University of Phoenix. <laughs> Larry Fitzgerald went there, so it's I don't know who Larry Fitzgerald is. NFL player. I just um sports. I just pay fees for a different college, so I would not want to be going to the wrong college. Wait, wait uh, what was that thing that one video said? It was like, uh, oh yeah, pay, going to going to a university and paying for classes online is like the uh, premium DeVry. Yeah, <laughs> bro, I got so tired of that shit. I was paying the same amount for shittier classes. Like not shittier. I just like I can't teach myself. Yeah. Um. So, the college closed in 1924, then reopened again for only four years as a junior college. So, that's two associate's degrees. In 1937, Norman G. Baker, which is real funny because Marilyn Monroe's name is Norma Baker. Mm. <laughs> I just... The plot thickens. <laughs> Was it Marilyn Monroe? No, I'm just kidding. So, in 1937... Norman G. Baker bought the hotel and opened it as a hospital and health resort. We'll get 
to like why that was a problem in like two seconds wait it was a hospital and health resort (laughs) wait what health resort okay and a health sport health resort okay yeah 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 that's the spa part you can't have a hospital in a spa yeah you totally can you can't have people dying literally and you're like in the (laughs) mud bath or whatever or in a sauna we'll see um so norman was a millionaire and mind you this was in 1937 so it's a different kind of money norman was a millionaire inventor and radio personality but but when he opened this hospital he he claimed that he was a doctor oh no so i don't think he went to college for that (laughs) he had no medical training he had quote-unquote cures for many illnesses though including cancer most of his cures was just drinking the local spring water. He would examine the examine the patients and then quote unquote cure the patients and drain their families of their savings. Oof. You don't have a reply. It's just sleaze. he's a sleaze bag. He's just sleazure. Just a sleaze bag. Yeah. In nineteen forty, which was only three years after the hospital was bought, Norman was charged with fraud and put in jail. <laughs> You know, he was there. He he operated it for a long time. Oh, yeah. The Crescent was again without an owner until 1946. The hotel was bought by John R. Constantine, Herbert E. Shutter, Herbert Byfield. Herbert was a very, very popular. popular. <laughs> and Dwight Nichols. On March 15, 1967, the hotel was nearly burned to the ground. The only living owner at, the, at this time was Dwight Nichols. Then, in 1997, Marty and Elise Ronick purchased the Crescent for $1.3 million. $2 million in 2020. Oh. Um, they oversaw a six-year restoration and renovation of the hotel. Marty then died in a, a car crash in 2009, and Elise remains the owner. Oh, okay. So, let's get into the hauntings. Yes, let's. While building the hotel in 1885, it is rumored that a stonemason fell to his death. He was working on the roof, lost his balance, and fell through the second floor. Where he landed is now where room 218 is. Room 218 is also known as one of the most active rooms for ghosts. The entity stalking room 218, employees fondly refer to as Michael. According to ghost hunters and other who have who others who have experienced Michael's abilities, the entity is a poltergeist. Many guests have seen hands reaching out of a bathroom mirror. Oh fuck no! <laughs> or heard cries of a falling man from above. Okay, I can deal with that better. <laughs> and experience their doors slamming shut and not being able to open them again. Just that that hand through the mirror thing. But also. The door slamming shut and you not being able to open it. Like, and you're on the inside? Yes. Oh. 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 <laughs> and then you're trapped inside with the ghost. Yeah. That's that's a no-go. Yeah. Some unlucky guests have been shaken awake during the night. One night, a guest ran screaming from the room, professing to have seen blood spattered all over the walls. What the fuck? What? No, thanks. Jesus Christ. <laughs> you still want to go stay here? You're the one that said room 218. We could go there. <laughs> okay, but for real, if we go here, can we stay in room 218? No. 
I'm not about to have a mirror okay, but, reach out at me. Okay, so here's the thing, y'all. Is that, like, some of our close friends that we've been, like, quarantining with, um, we've decided to, like, do a spooky weekend the night of, or the weekend of Halloween. So, we could always, like, get a Ouija board, go with them. <laughs> Again, a Ouija board is a no-go. Well, they they say never to do a Ouija board in your home, and that's not our I'm home. Not, I don't care, though. <sighs> I'll find a way. No. You're not. You're not going to find a way. <laughs> Where there's a will, there's a way. And there's a will in our friend group. There is, but there's no, there's there's no, no way. board in this, in this equation. So, the Crystal Dining Room. The hotel employees have seen spirits in Victorian-style clothing in, in the dining room. One Christmas season, while the dining room was closed, the grand Christmas tree and packages underneath moved from one end of the room to the other end. Man, that ghost was just trying to open up those packages, see what was in there. <laughs> shake, shake, shake. Throw. <laughs> shake, shake, shake. Throw. Like trash. <laughs> trash. Socks. This is too light. <laughs> I fucking love socks, though. Uh, but I never wear Man, them. Man, I hated getting socks. <laughs> well, it's because the socks now I get are like cute and fuzzy and... Yeah, I, no, I got pick them out like myself. socks for like everyday shit. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't want fucking socks. I want an Xbox. <laughs> I don't want underwears. I can go commando. <laughs> I wanted a bike. Bro, I'm now just... I got pencils. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying that this ghost is as spirited as I am. Pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. I approve. <laughs> the next morning when employees came in, they found the tree and packages moved and chairs circling and facing the newly placed holiday symbol. Oh, wow. <laughs> so all the chairs were facing the tree. Employees have also come in to find the dining room in perfect order, except for menus being thrown around the room. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck your food. <laughs> this menu's trash. <laughs> There's too many items on it's it. <laughs> it's rubbish. <laughs> you're spooking me, Mary. <laughs> Mary, you're spooking me. <laughs> A former waitress for the hotel dining room looked into the mirror that hangs between the dining room and the kitchen and saw a man and woman in Victorian clothing uh, facing each other like in a wedding. Oh. The groom then turned and made eye contact with the waitress. Oh. <laughs> like I in- love how it went from like really cute to like really fucking scary. <laughs> like really fucking quick. But the thing is, is I want to know if it was like just a regular turn or like a slow creepy turn no, it had or to like be. a snap. It had to be like, I feel like it would be slow. Like, I feel like it would like, just be like... Or, like, like, really quick snaps. Like, what, what are you looking oh, at, you know? like, like just, like, yeah. the real quick turn of the neck. Yeah. Yeah. Which, oh, that and the slow turn are both out. fucking creepy. Yeah. The couple then faded away. Of course they did. Yeah. Many employees have encountered a man in Victorian clothing sitting at a table near the window saying, I saw the most beautiful woman here last night, and I'm waiting for her to return. That better fucking be you when I die. <laughs> like, you better be dead saying that, too. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean, though? But I'm going to know it's you. Like, what do you... Because I feel I'm like that's... I'm just calling her the most beautiful woman oh, that you've course. ever seen. I mean, yes. But... And waiting for me to return. Yeah. 
be like Jack and Rose, but not dead. No, I'm okay. like, I won't I kill mean, you. I mean, yeah, I was about to say, like, you're going to make room for me on that <laughs> fucking door. Bro, I got room for you. I got room for Frankie. I got room for Gizmo. Nah, I don't know about all that. <laughs> I would make it work. Because <laughs> that's like between me, Frankie, and Gizmo. That's like Y'all, Frankie's are 90 pound dog. pounds. <laughs> that's like, and, Frank- and Gizmo's are 13 pound cat. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know if we all fit on that door. That door and neither sink. of our animals like water. <laughs> <laughs> Apparitions have been spotted in the dining room, wearing Victorian bald clothing like the others, dancing into the morning while the dining room is closed. Steve Garrison, a cook at the hotel, was cutting vegetables when he looked up and saw a little boy with a pop bottle with pop bottle glasses, which, like, I guess. Like Coke bottle glasses. Yeah, like the thick. So thick as fuck. Yeah. Um, dressed in old fashioned clothing, skipping around the kitchen. I'd be mad as hell. I'd be like, little boy, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> get fuck your blind eye. <laughs> uh, one morning, Garrison flipped on the lights to begin the day of preparations and, quote, some or all of the pots and pans came flying off their hooks. Oh, wow. As Garrison reported. Oh, Jesus. I don't know why he doesn't know if they're, like, some or all, though. Yeah. That's weird. (laughs) Sir. (laughs) Okay. So, you remember Dr. Baker, who wasn't really a doctor, but he thought he was a doctor? Yeah. I mean, I bet he didn't even watch... of doctors? I bet he didn't even watch as much Grey's Anatomy as I'd have. (laughs) I'm sure he didn't, because he wasn't... I could perform a trach with a big No, you cannot. (laughs) With a big pen. Bailey. What? No. Let me do it on <laughs> No. I mean, if I could, I would need, I, like, if I needed to, I could. That's the word. No. That's the phrase. No, you can't. Yes. You do not have the medical training to be doing, like, impromptu I've watched Grey's Anatomy. Like that. It does not matter. In entirety, I've six watched, times. I've watched a good doctor. <laughs> I know how to do shit like that. And I've watched Scrubs, too. Okay, that's different. That's different. <laughs> I love Scrubs, though. Shout out to, uh... Zach Braff and Donald Faison. He was like one of my first crushes. Donald Faison? Well, yeah. Not Zach Braff. (laughs) So, Dr. Baker. He has been seen wandering the lobby wearing a white linen suit and purple shirt. This matches many photographs of him taken when he owned the hotel. Okay. That's a a white linen suit with a purple shirt? Mm Mm-hmm. That's a look. That's interesting. It also reminds me of my hometown... Because, like, the colors are purple and white. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so everybody wears... I think that's why I hate purple so much. Some people have heard squeaking and rattling. They suspect that this is the apparition of the nurse pushing a gurney down the hall. Gross. She can only... Okay, you ready to hear what can make it worse? What? She can only be spotted after 11 p.m. <sighs> Imagine rolling up drunk as fuck. And you think, like, you're at your hotel, and you're like, okay, I'm going to go to roommate 218, okay? And then all of a sudden, you see a nurse coming down with a gurney, and you're like, fuck, did I go to the hospital? Well, first of all, <laughs> there's a problem if you're rolling up to your hotel drunk at 11. Why? that's early. Then I'm talking about, like, but she can only be seen after oh, 11. Oh, after, okay. I thought you meant, like, you pull up at 11 o'clock. <laughs> On the <laughs> dot. You actually pull up at 1059, so then you can walk in at 11. <laughs> <laughs> like you time that shit out. <laughs> about to say, I was like, "Well, you're lightweight, and you're gonna get haunted by a ghost tonight." <laughs> yeah, because you've earned it. 
So, 11 p.m. was the time that they would move the deceased out of the cancer hospital. So, that's why it's at 11, okay? Okay. The ghost of the nurse vanishes when she reaches the end of the hallway. The maintenance room and laundry room is now located next to where the hospital's morgue was on the third floor. Also, I think it's interesting that they have the laundry room up on the third floor. Yeah. There's also still an autopsy table and walk-in freezer located in that room. Oh, still? Still. Oh, to this fuck day. That. Also, I hate walk-in freezers. They're so scary. Oh, yeah. I'm always scared I'm going to get locked in. Bro, you've never been a waitress or a waiter. I mean, I know, but I've seen the walk-in. <laughs> I've seen a freezer. I, I, I've walked into one before. I know. I just used to have to walk in one, like, regularly on the, uh, not on the bar- outback. And, like, I was so scared that I would just be forgotten about back there. So, one night, a maintenance man saw all the washers and dryers come on by themselves at once. Damn. Yeah. And this was in the morgue, okay? That was an efficient washing. <laughs> also using a lot of water at once. That's true. There was no hot water to be had oh. in that hotel. <laughs> well, I wonder if there was anything in the washer, though. I don't know, but that's not good for the earth. If there wasn't. I mean, but you're a ghost, though. You don't give a fuck. <laughs> I you're hope like, as a ghost, I would still like, care about Mother Earth. You're like, man, I'm not even a part of this bitch no more. <laughs> I'm just manifesting because I want to. <laughs> I'm just here. <laughs> in spirit. <laughs> I see what you did there. So the hotel has an antique switchboard that was used in the original hotel, but it constantly receives phone calls from the basement, which at the time was empty. Oh. <laughs> gross yeah and i'm assuming that switchboard isn't being used i would assume i only know about you know, a technology. switchboard from that one show on netflix um uh, wait what, what show i don't know oh and the marvelous mrs Maisel. yeah that's what i was thinking <laughs> um it was often here in the basement that dr ba- dr baker's patients were convinced of his miracle cures and handed over their life savings for treatment. In 2005, in 2005, <laughs> Zach Baggins, oh, I just want to say Baggins, like Bilbo. Yeah, I know. <laughs> captured a, a ghostly human image on camera in what was once the morgue. This is in season 16, episode 6, if you want to go back and watch it. In 2018, while doing landscaping, in 2018, while gardeners were doing landscaping on the, like, what is it called? On the estate? Yes. <laughs> um, so, bottles of quote-unquote cures and specimens were, like, unearthed. The bottles match pictures of the ones in Norman Baker's ads. And so, I guess when he went to jail, he just, like, didn't want anybody to find out what his cure was? No, I guess not. But didn't he know it was bullshit? Maybe there was something in the... Well, and there were specimens. Like, there was, like, parts of, like, the human body and some Oh, of them. yeah. That can't be legal. Oh, for sure. No. Especially since, you know, he's not a doctor. <laughs> oh, he's not? And, you know, it's not a credible medical institution. I mean, I'm more of a doctor than he is. <laughs> Are you? I've watched Grey's Anatomy. That doesn't count. Um, you're not even a nurse. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to be a mental health professional. 
Okay, so okay, yeah, I'll give you that. That that's a bit closer than whatever this the fuck than whatever this, guy this was. like this con man was. <laughs> yeah, a con man. In room four nineteen, there's a ghost known as Theodora. Makes me think of Hamilton. Is Theodora in Hamilton? Uh, there's a Theodosia. Oh. Uh, uh, Aaron Burr's child with the. We still haven't watched Hamilton. Yeah, I still. We were like, we're gonna watch it the day it comes out. Inside, knowing the fact that I haven't seen Hamilton. I love, I love the songs from it. I may listen to the songs after we get done recording. Oh. Oh. Okay. So Theodora, the housekeeper of the hotel, commonly runs into her. She will introduce herself as a cancer patient of Doctor Baker's, and then just vanish. Hey, hi, I'm here receiving treatment for my cancer. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bless her heart. Yeah. That's a shame. He's such a piece of shit. Yeah, that's a, that's a really a shame. That, you know, people went to him and like, like had with hope. hope. Yeah. Yeah, they had hope that. Like they were, they were like, oh, it. it's like the Mayo Clinic or something. That one in Oklahoma that's supposed to be like the end all be all. Right. Like but they no. had so much hope, and that they thought they were gonna I think have cancer like treatments resolution. of America, cancer centers of America. I don't know something like that. Yeah, and then they never, they never got the treatment they were hoping for. No, all they got was like mineral water. Yeah, they got Topo Chico. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, <laughs> the Perrier. I mean, you. I, where's the lie? Yeah. See. <laughs> They got Perrier. Don't get me wrong. I like Topo Chico, but like, I don't want it to be given to me as I think of it as a cure for my illness. So some other hauntings that go on here. Depending on who you hear the story from, a woman who attended the young women's college jumped off of the balcony to her death. The other story says that she got pushed off the balcony to her death. Oh man. Murder mystery. Yeah. In the 1930s. The spirit the spirit of a young woman can be heard wailing from the balcony. It is thought to be her. In the hallways, you can see an apparition of a waiter carrying a tray of butter. Unrelated to Paula Dean. <laughs> Other apparitions have been sighted in room 202 and room 424. So we've got room 218. Then we've got Theodora in 419. Then we've got room 202 and 424. Okay. But 218, there's splatters of blood everywhere. And like hands coming out the mirror. So I know what room we staying in. Not that one. <laughs> I'll be damned if there's a mir- a hand coming out of a mirror. I'm like, I first wake up, I'm trying to like gather myself. Bro, and you know how paranoid I get <laughs> when I'm over here wanting to stay in one. Yeah. I've already stayed in one, but For like. Little, you're going to be all like, I can't sleep. I'm scared. I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> you did Milton, this. Like, Milton, you to go to bed. <laughs> Milton, we gotta stay up with our eyes wide open all night. Nope. I'm asleep <laughs> like a baby until something happens. <laughs> Bro, I'm just gonna drink coffee all night. A lot of haunted places that are still in operation, you know, try to hide their hauntings. Okay, I find that a lot. Like when I'm looking up haunted places, mm-hmm. they'll be like, "Oh, hotel so and so, hotel so and so." Like I looked up Queen Anne Hotel in San Francisco because we have most of our listeners in San Francisco, and we Shout love to y'all. San Francisco. But <sighs> can't find shit on it, and like there's not even a history on their little website, and there's not shit on Wikipedia. <laughs> 
Yeah. Yeah, it just kind of upset me because, like, that was what I was going to do this week, week, and, like, I digress. Yeah. <laughs> so here we are in Eureka Springs. But you can go to Flagstaff, Arizona and stay at the Hotel Monte Vista. Shout out to our previous episode. <laughs> um, they don't hide their haunted history at all. Neither. Well, oh, that's where I'm going. Neither does the Crescent Hotel. They offer two hour long ghost tours, which includes seeing the morgue. Hey, did you like that segue? Yes. Good job. That was perfect. Yeah. So you get to see the morgue and go inside the um, walk in freezer. Cool. At least we get to walk out. <laughs> but like, thanks or no, thanks but no thanks. Right. So, um, my references for this week are the Crescent-Hotel.com, LegendsOfAmerica.com, and SCMP.com. And there's also on CNN, there's a video of them like digging up the bottles and stuff. We'll put like we'll post the reference in the show notes. Yes. It was hella hella interesting. But yeah. I hope you liked our stories this week. Yeah. Let us know what color Milton should dye his hair. Yes. <laughs> the the answers we all really want. The answers. Let us know you. if you believe that I'm the Mothman because I'm not the Mothman. Mothman is Milton. You. Milton is the Mothman. I promise you, I'm <laughs> not the Mothman. Bro, I'm gonna tell your mom. What? <laughs> I'm gonna tell your your mom. You be like the what? No. <laughs> your mom. You're crazy. <laughs> I love your mama. <laughs> I love you, mama. <laughs> but anyways, um, don't forget to check us out on Twitter, H-E-H Podcast, and on Facebook and Instagram at Happily Ever Haunted Podcast. And if you love the show, leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. And send us a screenshot and an address, and we'll send you some really cool stickers out. Yes, or uh, wherever you get your podcasts, such as Podchaser, where you can also... Send us a five-star review from there. Because we love to hear from y'all guys. And remember, those that haunt together, stay together. (laughs) This podcast is a part of Straight Up Strange Productions. Discover more shows like this one at straightupstrange.com.